Hello, friends, and welcome to the new episode of Generational Gap. We're going to be discussing episode three of Outer Banks. So, Lulu, we left off episode two. They were at the cemetery. Yeah. Right? They were in the, the catacomb thing. They were talk, uh, looking at the, because the last name Redfield, right? Yeah, it was John B.'s great-grandma's name, or, yeah, her maiden name. Yeah. And they, so they went to the this tomb, and Kiara had to sneak her way in because she was the smallest person could get through this crack. And what does she find? It's a cliffhanger episode two, season three, or uh, episode three picks up with... They found she found like in like the crevice of like two rocks or something. She found uh like FedEx like package box that says for bird on it. For the birds. No, it was for, bread. No, no, no. For bird. Oh, okay. Um, so bird is. John is what, um, John B's dad called John B. Okay. Okay. It was a little nickname. I think it was turd, but um. Oh wow! So, <laughs> so she made, it says four bird, and do they? And then bad guys show up, and they have to split. Or are they? And as they're hopping a fence, Pope's pants rip off. They rip off. He's in his boxer briefs, and <laughs> I'm offended. I I was dying laughing. <laughs> I, yeah, you were something. Mm-hmm. This was a, a highly inappropriate episode overall. Yeah. Wait, so, wait. But so they thought that they were bad guys, but they ended up just being like grave diggers. Like mm-hmm. they were just going to like see because they're like, who is over here? Ah, that's right. That's right. So uh, they they go to John B's house. JJ eats some moldy bread. <laughs> And he was warned. One of the best scenes. Pope tells him that there was mold on it. And he's like, it's okay. It's a natural organism. And we're all going, are you okay mentally? He's not. No, definitely not. So after the moldy bread, they open the package. It's a map and a tape recorder. (laughs) Best Kiara line. Um, JJ asks what it is. And she goes, it's a tape recorder, Dump. Dump. No, no, no. I can't say it. Dumb A-word? Yes. Ah, uh, yes, yes. One yes. of the funniest lines she's ever said. Yeah. I mean, when you don't have many funny lines, it doesn't take And she much. says it, like, that's something I would say to my friends. Like, it's a tape recorder. Yeah. Duh. I, I mean, I think he probably knew it was a tape recorder. And he was saying, what is it as in what's on the tape? I don't know, because he seemed very confused. Like, what's that? Well, Lulu, what is on the tape? It was a video recording of John B's dad, Big John. It was him talking about about him, and he finally found the merchant. Woo! He found it. Right, right, right. And he's, do we think he's dead or we think he's still alive? At the time, you're, I was thinking, oh, he might be alive. He might be dead. You don't fully know. It. That's what brings you on because you're like, you don't know what happened. You're like he could be dead or he could be alive. What's mm-hmm. going on? Right. So I have in my notes John B. Ugly cries. 
<laughs> he starts crying at this message from his dad, and this kid's cry face. He like goes to he has like his shoulder on a hallway, and he's like, <laughs> it's like he's smelling like a, a diaper. Old, yeah, like a dirty sock. The, the face that he makes is not a, not a good looking crier. No, and JJ's like, oh my god, he found it, he found it. And Kiara tells him to shut up, and Kiara comforts John. He's like, "Hey, it's okay, man. You got." Which I personally think I'm like Kiara. Mm-hmm. I think that I act like Kiara. Right. Yeah. I mean, I would say you try to be the level-headed one. Yeah. You try to be the sensible one. Um. So then, once John B gets his emotions in check, they're all sitting outside talking about. Kiara's playing the ukulele. The ukulele. They're like, so, what are you going to do with your 100 mil? JJ said that he was going to get a big house on figure eight with a koi pond with with goldfish, and Kiara said she's never visiting. Pope said that he's going to get textbooks and everything. He's going to get ready so he can go to college. Oh, that's cute. (laughs) And then Kiara wanted to make a double album. Record in Peter Tosh's... No, no, no. What's his name? Daniel Tosh? No, he's not a Tosh. Tosh um, <laughs> No. Bob Marley. She said she wanted to to record in Bob Marley's studio. Ah. Okay. So then we cut to some of the kooks. Topper and Sarah are at the beach. They're getting ready to... They're, they're, they're at a party. They're partying hard. Was it? No. Yeah, that's what the next thing in my notes. Wasn't it the lemonade? No. Topper's talking smack on John B to Sarah. He's slamming oh, yeah. him. All those dirty pogues. Right? That wasn't a party. Yes, it was. They were cleaning was, up the beach. It was a party because then her sister shows up drunk. No, they were at the beach cleaning up the beach. Oh, but and, they were. And that's then, right. Yeah, that's and then right. Kels brought, uh, it was vodka they and lemonade powder. Proceeded to get drunk. Yeah, well they were trying it. Now. And then her 13-year-old sister's like, give me some. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah. So, because of the hurricane, power is still out on big parts of the island. And um. The group, the Pogues, they have to go into the hotel that JJ works at, kind of backdoor their way into a certain room to have where their internet is because they have generators. Figure it's the only place they had. So they go there, they get on the internet, they look up these coordinates on this map so they can find the spot where John B's dad has determined that the royal merchant lies. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they search up the coordinates that it had on the map. Did you just say that? Well, yeah. <laughs> but I said right. Yeah. So then we cut back to Sarah's sister. What's her name? Wheezy. Yeah, Wheezy. Yakking. Yeah, she was puking up She's a puking. the drink. And Sarah's being a good sibling and putting her hair back. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And then the lesson was? You suck at drinking. No. <laughs> the lesson was never mix vodka with crystal light. Oh, yes. I do recall that. Um, so 
after that, she makes her a little deal. Says, "I'm you. I'll cover for you on this if you cover for me if I sneak out with Topper to a party tonight." That's where the party is. Yeah. Uh, then there's a little scene where Ward, Sarah's dad, and Rafe, Sarah's brother. Ward is kind of telling him you're lazy as shit. And, and he's almost 20. Yeah. I was like, you're almost 20. You've got to get a job. Get yourself together, he's buddy. Telling him how entitled he is and that he's not going to live off him forever, basically. Um, and Rafe is highly upset. He then leaves in a tizzy. And now. On he, his motorbike. On his motorbike. And mm-hmm. now we meet Barry. Barry is the resident drug dealer yeah yeah he's the drug dealer which as Rafe is walking up the stairs to go to Barry there's a dude walking out and he goes pop your collar bro yeah who is who is JJ's dad Luke so you see him coming back up okay Mm. okay yeah he's not a nice person he's a butthead so Rafe apparently sells cocaine and yeah. he's going to bury... Which, terrible idea. He is selling cocaine to a party filled with rich 16-year-olds. That actually is a great idea well, if you're looking to sell cocaine. I mean... Well, yeah, but <laughs> what I mean is... Selling cocaine is a bad idea. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> um, he's a rich kid. He thinks he's untouchable. So he goes to Barry, and then he doesn't even have money because Ward's not giving him any money. So he's asking him to, to front it to him, give it to him on credit. And he goes, uh, and Barry makes it very clear that uh, you got two days, and uh, Rafe has to leave him his dirt bike as collateral. Yeah, and he said, you, uh, Barry said, if you screw me, it's not just me you're screwing. Yeah, but, that means like, that Barry owes money to other people, too. <laughs> so... We cut to the, the Pogues, John B., J.J., and the gang stealing an underwater drone from someplace. Do you remember? Um, the It was at, it was basically like where they kept everything for the kooks. It was oh, like, I think they okay. called it like a boneyard or something like yeah, that. Yeah, it was called the boneyard. It was like a something like that. Big, I can't remember the exact name. Yeah, storage lots for a lot of the rich people in town. And, and uh, JJ's dad used to work like with for the kooks. Mm-hmm. Um, so JJ kind of knew the place because JJ works there too. And their whole plan is Kiara basically is like acting like she has a flat tire and they must, they set this whole thing up. Like they had they already had a car parked there that had a flat tire and everything. So then yeah. the guy was distracted and the boys went to the back so they can And so Kiara, who is allegedly a teenage girl i have a flat tire and this security guard is totally flirty about Mm -hmm. it he's not just like let me help you young lady a little creepy except she's like 25 in real life not even she's 21 22 okay whatever she's over 18 (laughs) yeah and the show she's supposed to be like high school age and the security guard's totally like all the kids except for rafe are 16 and reezy i guess Okay, so she's talking. She's got security guard helping with the tire. The dog starts going nuts, <clears throat> and she manages to keep him distracted. And then eventually, the dog like tries to attack the guys as they're about to get in. Mm-hmm. John B. ends like gets like hides behind like a shed or something, 
Right. And um, JJ runs, and Pope is there, like, trying to defend himself off with, a, with just a random, like, lead pipe or something. And JJ finally distracts the dog, and he climbs up to, like, this ship. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Pope ends up running, and then the guy that was helping Kiara um, runs to the back because he knows that his dog caught something or mm-hmm. someone. And then both John B. and Pope were hiding, and... JJ pretty smooth tells him I'm what's his dad's name Luke I'm Luke's kid he told me I had to come steal something he's and he makes an excuse tells him I'll just tell him that I couldn't find it or something yeah because he's like um one of the lines that he said uh he goes it he said that if I didn't get this around that that he would hit me again yeah yeah and that was so the security guy just lets him leave, just tells him to get out of there. And uh, but in actuality, they had stolen this underwater drone so they could go yeah, look, uh, when look for the merchant. The dog was barking at JJ as JJ was up on this high place, and as the guy was coming, John B ended up like breaking the lock with a lead pipe and then getting in, stealing it, and running. And Key was long gone. Kiara was already like hopping into the car, either trying to help them or like just getting out, like out of. Like probably like hiding or something because mm-hmm. they had John B's van. Right. So the next scene is a f- uh, fishing boat pulling up a net up out of the water, and there <laughs> is a human hand in there. Yeah, you just see like up to like the elbow. Yeah. Um. So you're like, oh, probably just an arm or whatever. Probably just an arm. Like those are just floating around out in the oh, ocean. Oh yeah, yeah. You don't know that. <laughs> There, those, there's some there's some creepy fish out there. Yeah, one of those arm fish. Hey. So. Tated. <clears throat> that comes back up, but then we go to a kook party. These rich kids and oh my god, toppers on the roof. Oh my god, topper. So, topper is up on the roof, and uh, what what what's he do, Lulu? He's just like, uh, he's flexing on him. He's going, oh, hey, guys, you know, it's just a normal day. Sarah comes off and calling him a maniac. You're so crazy. Oh, my God, you're a maniac. And then everyone's going, jump, jump. They're all yelling for them to jump. He swoops Sarah up, and she's freaking out. She's like, Topper, put me down right now. Stop, stop. He jumps off the roof into this pool that looks like it's maybe five feet. I'm surprised they didn't break anything, or she was wearing a, a bikini. I'm surprised that didn't, like, undo either. Yeah, it's not a smart move all around. Like, most times you're probably going to be okay, but it only takes one time to get hurt pretty bad. Mm-hmm. They, they could have broken a leg or something. Well, he's topper. He's crazy. He was on the roof. So, <clears throat> then you cut to a quite sensual scene. Where Sarah and Topper later are kissing horizontally. Kissing. And Topper starts to make his move, but she shuts him down because she's a good girl. Be the good girl you always have to be. Conceal, oh. don't feel, don't let them know. <clears throat> yeah. Okay. When did your podcast end? Well, Never. About the time my daughter sang. Rude. <laughs> so I Sarah shuts better. him down. She doesn't want to do the, the... The dirty. Doesn't want to do the dirty. So, so he stomps off. He's stomper, not topper. He stomps off. Ah. <laughs> and then meets Rafe and a bunch of uh, other 16-year-olds that are 
doing the yayo, the booger sugar, and Topper gets in there and knocks Rafe's out like, oh, come on, man. It'll be, it'll be fun. It'll be easy. Oh, come on. So then Topper finally does it. Topper chops out a 80s rock star-sized line and just does it like a champ. And uh, then you were led to believe the party continues. Uh-huh. Next. <laughs> Thank you. So then we cut to Kiara taking JJ and John B and everybody to her dad's restaurant trying to get some free food. Yeah. And her dad doesn't want to, but then eventually, ah, I got to throw it away anyway. So maybe he's lightening up to these Pogue fellas. He doesn't like that she hangs out with them, but she says, Dad, they're my friends. And then we come back. The hand in the boat has now become bodies. Two. Two it was bodies. the two people that have been chasing them Ratter around. and we never did. Ratter's accomplice. Yeah, they never say his name. All they have said is Ratter. So, they're so Ratter now. and Ladder. They were, <laughs> they were in the ocean, and now they're not. But dun, they dun, are dun. still dead. Yes. Um, so then Sarah is home. With her sister, and she's kind of talking about how bad yeah. her night so was. Yeah, so what they did is her sister, Wheezy, slept in Sarah's bed in case, like, their parents came and checked in. Mm. Which, if you only have two kids, then what if they go and check on Wheezy, too? Maybe they're not worried about Wheezy. Oh, yeah. Maybe they're like, she's a good one. She's in her bed. I don't need to check on her. I mean, she is only 13. Well, you know, she was just peeping drunk was earlier 13, that day. I have my first. Yeah, you ain't. So then uh, there's a weird scene where Sarah confronts John B. about them having words over uh, John B. thinking that Sarah gave him, uh, told her dad about him borrowing the stuff and getting him fired. And for some reason, she gives him a bag of Skinny Pop. I don't. Skinny Pop. (laughs) Because in the scene, she had a bag of Skinny Pop and he like yeets it out of her hand. So she throws it at him and goes, here, your favorite. Boom. He's like, okay. There, so, But there's some, some chemistry between these two. You kids. can tell, yeah. Because it's so funny because there's so many things on, like, Instagram or Twitter and Snapchat or whatever where it's like, they just met. How can they be in love? But if you really think about the timeline, they've mm-hmm. known each other for years because he's worked on her dad's boat. Oh, yeah. She's they've lived on this island for years. Sure. It's like, they didn't just meet, like, a couple of days ago. They've known each other for years. So then the next scene is Pope and JJ delivering groceries for Pope's dad. What's Pope's dad's name? Hayward. Hayward. And Mr. Hayward. As they're walking through the, the kook side of the island, here comes Rafe Topper and, Topper and Rafe. Just golfing. They're, they're, they're out just golfing, and uh, Rafe takes his golf club. and No, no, no. Rafe wanted to, but Topper's like, no, no, man, come yeah. on, come on, come on. Topper no, was fine, the voice fine. of reason for about half a second, and then as soon as his buddy was committed to it, he was just as bad. And <laughs> Rafe stuck his golf club in the bag and ripped the bag and spilled these groceries all over. And, like, they, they wanted – he had beer on the other hand, yeah. so he's like, oh, come on, just give us one, just give us one. It's okay, man. He said, it's not mine. These are other people's. I'm delivering them. He's like – he didn't say that, though, which is the dumbest thing. Well, I would They said, knew that. They didn't think that he was going anywhere. <laughs> they yeah. know what he does. <laughs> Um, and he's like, oh, you probably stole it, didn't you? Oh, are your parents proud that you steal, buddy? 
Yeah. So then the uh, Rafe proceeds to to beat up Pope and hits him, caves his face in with a golf club. That's a little extreme. I don't think he ever hit him in the face with the golf. That's what they say. He didn't cave his face in. He had like a bloody lip. No, because there, because he had like a dent in the side Disagree. of his forehead. Stronger, folks. Watch the episode and let us know how you feel if there was any face caving. Yeah, because after that, it cuts to a scene where JJ got like a hundred dollar tip or something like that. Yeah, he's all excited. Yeah, and then he's like, "Man, what's wrong?" And Pope had his hat down and. He, like, JJ kind of pulls it up, and you see, like, a dent in his forehead. So then it's like, man, what happened? We'll have to rewatch that so I can remind you how right I am. But the the moral of the story is... It could have just went from the angle. Learn jujitsu. That's the moral of the story. Because if Pope knew knew jujitsu, and they put him on on the ground like he was... A simple heel hook. He's gonna wrap that leg up. He's gonna break an ankle. He's gonna get up and walk away. And Rafe's not gonna be able to chase him. All I'm saying. But he does get some pretty sweet revenge. They pull over to Rafe's family's boat. Is that what it was? No, it was Topper's, Topper's boat. Family's boat. Topper's boat. His boat. It was the like fanciest boat. Top of the line, boat. super expensive, and he takes a plug out and sinks it. And pretty boss move. Yeah, so it sunk for like about a week, they said. Right. So then John B and Kiara talk about their awkward kiss. Yeah, she's like, So you remember when you kissed me and it was very awkward? And then he asked why she asked. And he's like, Oh, just wondering. And she basically she asked if he told JJ. Right. Which this scene, now that I really think about it, she asked why. She's like, did you tell JJ? And he's like, I mean, yeah, I kind of had to. I mean, pogs don't light up pogs, right? Why? And she's like, no, no, no reason. No oh, reason at you all. Think she's sweet on JJ. Exactly. Okay. I guess time will tell. Um, so then the, the final part of the episode, they get the underwater drone out into the water that's to stormy. Test it. At first, they were testing it. They're like, we got to get a perfect day. and Mm -hmm. But it starts storming, and I just, they're saying, two clicks north, northwest, and he's saying all this stuff, and JJ's steering the ship. It's like, copy, I I got it. I wonder if these guys actually know what they're talking about. I don't know what they're talking about. I don't know enough. They could just be saying words. When you watch it like five times, you kind of get a clue. Yeah, but I'm saying, like, did someone who knows what they're talking about write it and these guys are just repeating lines or do they have an idea? I don't know if they do or not. I believed it. It was, it was. Well, you got to think they've also grew up on the island and their parent and their dads are both super big into boats and stuff. Right. So they probably caught a bit of it. And then sure. I know the actual actors um, grew up surfing in a lot too, surfing and boating and stuff. Yeah. But uh, so they they're sending this drone down almost a thousand feet, and they uh, they find the Royal Merchant. <gasps> yeah. So that's where the episode ends, as they're thousand feet down in the water, and you see on the camera on the drone the the golden mermaid unicorn thing on the front of the ship. Yeah. And now they got to figure out how they're gonna get it out. How they're gonna get the gold. So Lulu 
what's the most important thing that you think happened in this episode? Hmm. I feel like in this episode there was not like a very important part. I mean, they found the royal merchant. That's well, yeah, cool. I guess. Oh wait, I did we dead bodies in the fishing boat? Dead body. Yeah, that was, I think Rafe and Barry. This Barry guy. Rafe and Barry. Barry so looks like he weighs about one hundred and twenty pounds. I think that 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 who that Post Malone should have played him. Oh, that would have been a good fit. That's what I said. I've said, like, oh, that should have been Post Malone. They couldn't have paid Post Malone. I don't know. <laughs> um, yeah. All in all, an eventful episode. Pretty good. We saw some character development. Right. <gasps> we learned that the Pogues, none of them know how to fight. There was one scene that we left out that's, like, one of my favorite scenes. Lay it out there. So, yeah, it was this episode. There was a scene where the four of them... I think, I think, yeah, it was at the end because they just found the royal merchant. No, no, no. Are you foreshadowing, <laughs> man? No, I can't remember the exact time, but it was like they were talking about when they find the royal merchant, and JJ go. They JJ asked how much was on it again, and he go, and then Pope in four hundred million. million, and he's like, armor. Oh my god. And he goes, I'm going to dream about shipwrecks. And then one of the best lines since, yeah, because it was like right after the tape recording. Mm-hmm. And since they now know that his nickname is Bird, JJ has to kind of make fun of it. And he goes, good night, Bird. And then John B.'s reply was, good night, Bird shit. All right. Goodbye, fans and friends. Tune in next week. What the heck was that? <laughs> For the recap of episode four, this has been Generational Gap with Aaron and Lucy.